Good evening and welcome to Prayers for Your Day. This is Danita and today is Tuesday, March the 9th, 2021. As always, I give thanks to God for you, for what he is doing in the lives of those that you are directly and indirectly connected to the people, the places, and the things in which you have been called to, you've been divinely connected with. We are, first of all, I want to apologize for not being on at our normal time, which is Monday through Friday between 7 a.m. and 8 a.m. Um, there were, there's, I got some news on yesterday. This kind of messed me up. And so I needed some time to, to process, you know, what was happening. So anytime I'm not on, know that you are really on my heart and I'm trying to get on. But sometimes there are some events that occur and I, I've got to take care of something else during that hour. And usually if I've hit that eight o'clock hour, I'm at work. But as I was sitting here and I was reading the word, I thought, you know what? I can do prayers for your evening. So thank you for being gracious to me and um, allowing me some grace for our late prayer. And sometimes it's good to switch it up anyway so that we can keep the enemy on his toes, uh, so to speak. want to talk a little bit about Hosea chapter 5 and 6 before we pray. As I was reading the latter part of Hosea chapter 5, one of the things that we see here is that Israel and Ephraim are continuing to be disobedient. The Bible says that they are intent on pursuing idols. Even to the point that instead of asking God for help and repenting, Israel goes to Assyria. But the Bible says that Assyria was not in a place to help Israel. And a lot of times that's what happens with us when we have done things that we know we haven't had any business doing. And we find ourselves in trouble instead of going to God and getting the healing that we need instead of going to God and uh, admitting where, you know, maybe we've missed it or maybe we've been at fault. We will go to other people or other things to try to take care of where we are or try to take care of the mess that we've made of ourselves. When you continue on um, in at the end of chapter five, one of the things that that God makes clear is that, you know, he is going to have to punish Israel until Israel admits that they've done wrong. A lot of times as Christians, we have a hard time of sometimes we'll say I'm sorry, but we don't repent. Because true repentance, what I've learned, what I've had to walk in is that, and I say me because you know what, it all starts, of course, with me. I can't tell anybody else until I've gone through it myself. True repentance means not only do I say I'm sorry to you, but there is a change in my actions. There's a change in the way that I talk to you. There is a change in the way that I handle you. You know, there is a change in my behavior. 
when a person says that they're sorry, but then they continue that same behavior, they may be sorry, but they have not repented. They have not repented. In fact, in chapter six, the Bible says that the Israelites really tried to manipulate God. And it reminded me that really a lot of times that's what we do. This is what the Israelite says. Come, let us return to the Lord. He has torn us to pieces, but he will heal us. He has injured us, but he will bind up our wounds. After two days, he will revive us. And on the third day, he will restore us that we may live in his presence. Let us acknowledge the Lord. Let us press on to acknowledge him. And since so they go on being very much aware that God is a father. And just like sometimes because of the love that we, if you're a, a woman, you know, and, and uh, your dad was around, the love that your father has for you and you have for him or for your grandfather is able to, sometimes if we're not careful, we will operate in the spirit of manipulation. And that is exactly what, uh, Israel was trying to do is they're saying, come on, let, let us return to God. Like he'll forgive us. And even the new Testament says, you know, um, yes, basically Jesus will forgive us for our sins, but that doesn't mean you keep on sinning. I believe the Bible says, but does, does grace continue to abound? So that means yeah, you know, yes, God is a forgiving God. His word said that he would forgive our sins as far as from the east as to the west. But that doesn't mean that we take advantage of that. God is long suffering. We know that. We know that all the sins that we could ever perform, they were nailed to the cross. They've been nailed to the cross. We also know that in Christ there is no condemnation and we have to repent. The problem is because we know who our daddy is. We know how much he loves us. Oftentimes we will continue in that sin knowing just like the Israelites that yes, he'll injure us, but he'll bind up our wounds. He'll revive us again. He'll restore us. But this is what, this is what God says. What can I do with you, Ephraim? What can I do with you, Judah? Your love is like the morning mist, like the early dew that disappears. Therefore, I cut you in pieces with my prophets. I killed you with the words of my mouth. My judgments flash like lightning upon you, for I desire mercy, not sacrifice, an acknowledgement of God rather than burnt offerings. And the New Living Translation says, I want you to show love, not offer sacrifices. I want you to know me rather than burnt offerings. God is about relationship. He desires relationship with him. And the things that we do, you know, when we talk about, you know, giving to organizations and giving to people in need and, and doing all of those things. We have to check ourselves and say, what am I doing this for? Am I doing this to be seen, to say, hey, everybody, I'm a tither. Am I doing this to say, hey, I gave, you know, this amount. What is the, what is the motive here? 
Because the Bible makes it clear. God makes it clear. I want you to show love, not offerings. I want you to know me rather than burnt offerings. God is about relationship, not religion. Relationship, not religion. And what helps me when I think about relationships that I have, what makes a relationship strong? Communication, right? Communicating with that individual. Trusting that individual. Having faith in that individual. Being loyal to that individual. Giving compliments to that individual, right? So when we think about relationships, there is a level of intimacy there, right? We're sharing personal things where when our heart is broken, is there's nothing for me to call one of my friends and, you know, one of my close friends and share what's on my heart because we've developed an intimate relationship, And that's what God desires of us to be in relationship. He said, I desire mercy, not sacrifice and acknowledgement of God, meaning he wants us to know him in the fullness of who he is. Now, will we ever know God fully? I don't believe so. He's massive. He's beyond understanding, but that does not, that does not Stop us from pursuing God because he has not stopped pursuing us. Let us pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, hallelujah, God, we give you glory and we give you honor. God, we bless your name on tonight, heavenly father, for you are God and God alone. You are a great God. Hallelujah. And you can do anything and everything but fail. You are the God of the impossible. And we love you for that, oh God. We love you, Heavenly Father, because you're trustworthy. We can tell you every secret. We can tell you, oh God, when we're fearful, when we're anxious, when we're worried, oh God. Because your word said to cast all of our cares on you. Because you care for us. God, we can trust you with our children. We can trust you with our family members. We can trust you with our finances, oh God. God, we can trust you with our hearts. (laughs) And we thank you for that. Because God, we know that you have our best interest at heart. Your word tells us that you know the plans that you have for us plans to prosper us and not to harm us plans to give us a hope and a future. God, your word says that you work all things out for the good, for those that love you and are called according to your purpose. God, everything we've been through, You either have worked it out for our good or you're working it out for our good. Every tear that we've cried, hallelujah, 
You have bottled it up, oh God. Hallelujah, God. You've bottled up our tears. You know every tear that we've cried. Just like the word says, oh God, that you have even numbered the hairs on our head. There's nothing that we can do, nothing that we can say, nothing that we can hide that gets past you. You made us and we were made in your image. And we thank you for that. We thank you, God, that it is because of you we are still here in spite of ourselves. In spite of how we used to be, in spite of how we used to live our lives, oh God, you saw fit through your grace and your mercy for us to still be here. And we bless your name for it. Now, Father God, we thank you for keeping us throughout this day. And we want to pray, oh God, and ask you to forgive us as we repent of our sins for today. As we repent for the things that we said, the things that we did, the things that we said we were going to do, but didn't do the eye rolling heavenly father, the huffing and puffing, the talking too much. Forgive us heavenly father and help us to be better. God, we know that you desire a relationship with us and we desire a relationship with you. We bind the spirit of distraction, whether it be through social media, whether it be through TV, whether it be through our own feelings of just not wanting to, of not wanting to pray, of not wanting to read or listen to the word, of not wanting to feed our spirit just because we don't want to help us, oh God. Call us to that secret place in the midnight hour. God, call us, call us to the secret place. Three o'clock in the morning, call us to the secret place. Don't let us go back to sleep. Oh God, but bring this word back to our remembrance that you desire mercy, not sacrifice. You desire an acknowledgement of who you are rather than burnt offerings. We can have a good relationship with everybody else, but it means nothing at the end of the day if we don't have a good relationship with you. It means nothing at the end of the day. Our service, our money, our time giving of our talent, it means nothing if our relationship with you is not solid. Root us, God. Root us when it comes to you, when it comes to your purpose, and when it comes to your plan for our lives. Lord, we love you and we thank you for another day. We couldn't have made it without you. We couldn't have made it without you. We wouldn't even be here, God, even now in this hour, if it wasn't without you. Thank you, God, for everything that you've done for us. 
in everything that you will do because you are God, not because of us, but because of who you are in Jesus name. Amen.